0: and walking through this organic outreach um, series which is all about sharing God's love God's message in practical and natural ways uh, wherever we go and and whatever we go what whatever we do uh, probably as we as we do a series like this I'm always cognizant of the fact that that not everybody sitting in here uh, has this uh, vibrant relationship with God and you're ready to step out and do that maybe some of you are questioning and you're like well what is what is all this about why am I going to Share that if I don't really know that I I believe it myself. Uh, I I mean I I, faith is a is a big deal, I get it. Um, I mean it's a big step. And so my prayer for for anyone like that is that you would would engage with a place like this with a church like this with a, a group like this, that you would uh, engage with 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 God, and that you'd be drawn in and I'm convinced that that God wants you to live an abundant life I'm convinced that God wants you to experience his forgiveness and uh, to experience a relationship with uh, with God not only now but have the hope of heaven uh, in 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 the life to come, and, and so we're going to talk about this whole idea of organic outreach one more time today. And uh, feel free to, to listen in if that's you. Maybe that, maybe you're you're not going to go out of here and share because you're not quite sure about it yourself. That's all right. It's, it's a lot of good stuff that we're going to talk about today. Um, uh, listen in. Uh, feel free to do that. And uh, if you have questions, if you if you are wondering about issues of faith, I hope that you will take the uh, the initiative uh, to reach out to me or to someone. Maybe that that brought you, or to someone that you're with, and to, uh, to to experience the the forgiveness and the peace and the grace and the hope that can come uh, in a relationship with God. So, uh, with with that being said, I want to tell you just a just a little story. Years ago, several years ago, um, probably more years ago than I want to. Recall, Um, our kids were little, and one fun thing, one great thing, a highlight of my uh, my fatherhood years was that I got to coach uh, youth soccer for uh, several different years, both for Claire and for Nick. And uh, when they were when they were we, they were little. So we had the blue dolphins. That was Claire's team. Uh, I think it was the last year that she played, and uh, the, they had light blue shirts. So we called them the blue dolphins. And we, uh, you know, they they were uh, they they were decent. Uh there are actually several people on the on Claire's team, a couple of different teams, uh that those girls grew up and, and actually played for like championship teams on uh Medina High School uh girls team and I take full credit for that because I was I was there when it started and you know lay the groundwork, the foundation. I was um but I, I remember one of the last games that uh, of the Blue, it might have been the last game the Blue Dolphins played in the spring, uh, Cunningham Park over there across town. We had we had just enough girls that day to field a team plus, I think, two subs. And it was a hot day, so as uh, it, that would be nice right now to have a hot day. But uh, this was like middle of May, you know, and so it's actually getting warm. And uh, they're running around and... and, and Playing hard, and I mean they 'd had their juice boxes and their their uh, orange slices and all was always great, and uh, they 're running around, but I noticed that a, that a couple of them are you know getting a little red in the face and they 're just i mean they 're just going crazy and, uh, and and so as the uh, as the clock is kind of ticking down in the second half, um, I notice a couple of them need a breather, and so I look over to uh, to, to get the the couple uh, subs that uh, that are next to me into the game to, to give them a breather and and, and I I, so I said, "All right girls you 're ready to go in, expecting them to jump up uh, e- eager to get in the game and uh, actually, as I was saying that, I noticed one of them was uh, was making a clover necklace and um, they didn't necessarily seem to be as engaged in the in the process that I was hoping they would be, but uh, but so I said, "Are, are you ready?" and and uh, let's get in there. and And my re- the response was a lackadaisical, "Nah, eh, we're good." That was it. Nah, we're good. That led as as they you know. Eh, Expressed their lack of interest in getting into the game That led to a, uh, a wonderful and inspiring conversation from the coach The importance of playing well and working hard as a team And doing your part and jumping in when your number is called And, and I mean they were so inspired that the, at the next whistle Those two girls uh, got up rather slowly and sauntered out onto the field And uh, took the place of a couple of the girls out there And, and I'm not sure that, that it ended all that well As as we look at the uh, the, this concept of organic outreach, one thing I want you to know is that everybody plays. Everybody plays. Okay. I know that not everybody is gifted in evangelism, actually, uh, as we as we will find out. Uh, so the next, after we do this Life Track uh, series on spiritual disciplines, the next section is on spiritual, uh, spiritual gifts. And uh, as you'll find out there, but I'll give you a hint early, uh, about 90 to 95% of people, of Christians, followers of God, are not gifted uh, with the gift of evangelism. So it doesn't come naturally. I am not, uh, don't have the gift of evangelism, but that doesn't get us off the hook Because everybody plays We all have a, a part to play Think about the soccer team There's Certainly there are girls on the team Who were more skilled than some of the other girls And and some of them were, were more competitive than others And some could shoot better And others could pass better And, and others were faster and, and a couple were pretty good at goaltending And some were even gifted in clover necklace making I mean they they had all kinds of gifts The The, the goal was to score more points than the other girls And to have a great time doing it right and uh, and and so but we didn't just put the ones that were really good out on the field and let them handle it everybody played because we were a team and each one contributed in their own way so that we could score the points and and have a good time and win the game and all those kinds of things the the, the purpose is the same for everybody uh, Everybody's bringing their own unique gifts and talents to that purpose in order to help the team accomplish that. It, and the same is true in, in this whole concept of organic outreach. Everybody plays. Each of us have unique gifts, talents, abilities, and opportunities, and, and God wants to use you just as you are as he is shaping and molding you to be his witnesses for people who don't know him yet and it's going to look different for each of us wherever you are whatever your job or your season in life uh what you do is uh is many times uh just as important maybe more important than any pastor or or missionary all of us are called to reach out with the love and the grace of God we live to love people to life uh and and, and that's why we're here and we need to be living our lives on purpose a, a great passage in uh in in the sermon on the Mount Maybe the most famous sermon in history Jesus uh, gathered some of his close followers around him And he began to teach And some, uh, right after the, uh, the Beatitudes Maybe you've heard of And we did a series on that a while back uh, then, then Jesus dove right into these few verses uh, that, that tell us why we're here I want to read it in a couple of different translations this morning uh, Matthew chapter 5 verses 13 through 16 You are the salt of the earth The message paraphrase uh, puts it uh, in, in maybe a little bit more modern terms. And so I want to read that to us as well. Uh, and it starts out in, in that uh, that translation or that uh, paraphrase this way. Let me tell you why you're here. You are here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You are here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand, and now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Salt was an essential ingredient in in uh, Jesus' day, uh, in the in the in the culture of that day. Without the modern convenience of refrigeration, uh, that this salt was the primary way that they preserved meat. Uh, salt was also a seasoning, much like we use it today. Uh, it has purifying qualities, especially with wounds. Uh, it hurts; it stings, right? But it 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 cleans things out. Uh, not to mention, salt makes people thirsty. All of those things would be great points to an awesome sermon that I'm not going to preach today. Uh, Right now, I just want to reiterate that for all of those reasons and maybe more, salt was essential to the culture. And you are the salt of the earth. Light is a metaphor that's used uh, in a lot of places, but also right all the way through the Bible. Uh, Light signifies truth. It gives directions. It provides clarity. Light describes uh, righteousness and holiness. We need to live in the light, Scripture says. God is described as light. In him, there is no darkness at all. Light guides our way in the dark. It keeps us on the right path. It gets rid of fear, especially the things that we can't see in the dark. Again, uh, great points to an awesome sermon that I'm not gonna preach today. Today I just simply want to reiterate that light has always from the beginning of time been essential to life and you are the light of the world. Salt is salty. If it's not salty, it's not really salt. Saltiness is inherent in what it means to be salt. If there, there is no point in having salt if it's not salty. The saltiness is the reason that we use salt. If it's not salty, it's no good having it on the table at all. I guess I'm saying that. If salt isn't salty, it's garbage. Light shines. If, if the bulb has burned out or the batteries are dead or the flame has been snuffed, then holding a light up... Doesn't help in the least. Grabbing a flashlight with a dead battery when the lights are out is useless. The importance of having a light is that it will shine. I guess what I'm saying is that if light doesn't shine, it's garbage. Jesus says that you and I are two pretty organic things, salt and light. You are essential. Here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the, uh, well, I'll make sure you get all your blanks filled in, but here's the thing. You are essential to the world where you live. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. For so many reasons, all the things that salt is, it's, uh, all the things that light, all of those things, uh, you are essential to the world right where you are. If you're not being salty, then you're missing it. If if you're not shining, you've missed an essential part of God's purpose for you. As followers of God, we are to be constantly be bringing His presence and influence to the world right where we live. And this isn't this isn't something that we just muster up uh, to to, uh, to to do. Oh, okay, today I'm going to be salty. Well, we need to think about those things and be mindful of uh, of what that is. But but I think it's important here to see that it says. You are the salt of the world. You are the light of the world. Not just you need to do salty things. You need to be shiny, right? It says you are you are salt and you are light. It's not just a, a list of things to do, but it's who we are, what we are to be. We are salt, we are light. And because we are, then we'll do salty and shiny things. There are, um, there are, it, I guess it's a lot like, I'd like to relate it to some of the relationships that I have. I mean, there are things that I do, but only because of the commitment that I've made to be in those relationships. Uh, uh, think about being a, a husband or being a father. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not just that I do husbandy things. I am a husband, right? And so there are, there are uh, things that, that I do, but because it all rests in that, uh, who I am and that, that relationship that I've stepped into. It's not that I just do dad things, you know, like wear socks with sandals and make sure all the lights are off in the house at all times. And, you know, things, I mean, I do those things, but not just to do those, not just a list. I do that because I am a father. It's, it's well, dad jokes are a big part of that too, right? It, it's not just a list of things to do, it's re, it rests in who I am and that relationship. Salt and light are natural organic byproducts Of having a relationship with God And so if we are following God If we're relying on him for our forgiveness And and on his grace in our life Then this says, Jesus said To those people gathered around him on the hillside He said, you are salt You are light You are essential to the world where you live Because God is going to bring his flavor through you God is going to shine his light through you you are the salt and the light, and so be salty and shiny maybe uh maybe through this this uh series you've been you've been uh, uh moved by the holy spirit you're you're sensing man i need to do this more and i need to and and maybe you've started uh, praying for folks and i hope that you have and and maybe you're you know what does this what does this look like and i told you a few weeks ago well ultimately it looks like love that we need to well if, I, if i'm not uh, reaching out uh, in my relationships with each other then uh, then uh it's it's Ultimately, it goes back to my relationship with God. Is everything up to date in my relationship with God? Do I love God? Do I love other people? Uh, do I, do I uh, believe this stuff? Do I really believe that, that God loves everybody and wants to use me to, to reach them? Last week, we talked about turning up our... our uh, um, Temperature a degree And I'd love to hear all of your, your stories Of how that's uh, taking place in your life And, and, uh, and trying to ramp up your, your outreach temperature but, but maybe you're just going You know, I, I, yeah, I need to do that I'm, I'm, I'm compelled to action But what do I do? Um, just, just real quick And we don't have, to have time to go into detail today But one big thing uh, The first thing on your list there It says practical ideas Listen Listen is the first one and that might seem a little counterintuitive uh, because you think that reaching out and, t- and uh, reaching people with the love of Jesus is gonna be me talking a lot, right? But it's, it's actually listen and, and kind of figure things out. Uh, there, there's a word that, uh, that maybe I've uh, created, I don't know. Um, we need to develop this thing called interruptibility. Interruptibility, I don't know. There's a lot of syllables there. Uh, interruptibility, it's... Um, uh, being able to be interrupted, and uh, I need to grow in that area a lot because I get a list and I get an agenda and I'm going to do this and and uh, and so then if something else uh, takes takes me off, I think I've grown a lot in that area over the years. We need to be interruptible, and uh, and we need to allow and part of that then is to not just okay, I'm going to tell you everything I've got to say, but I've got I, I need to listen and I need to figure out uh, where the where people are in uh, in their walk uh, and and try to step into those things Uh, one great way that we can step into and that's the next one on the list and that is serve we need to serve other people we need to look for those opportunities where we can we can uh, we can serve them we can meet needs we can uh, sense where they uh, where they are and uh, step into those things maybe we're not necessarily we're not preaching at them I preach isn't on the list there Um, listen to people serve them by meeting their needs Uh, another thing I think we need to recognize is. You need to know your style. Um, how are you made and what's gonna be natural to you? Again, kind of like a, a soccer team or, or whatever else, uh, where the, the goal is to love people to life. Well, how do we do that? We do that in a multitude of different ways. For each one of us, it's going to be different. You have different relationships than anybody else in this room. You have different uh, gifts and uh, mix of gifts, talents, abilities, personality, all those things. And, it, and it's different for every one of us and God will use us uh, to do that. Um, there's uh, there, there's a lot of different uh things we could go into and spend there again man there's there's a lot of sermons I could preach today I guess but um, uh, there are a lot of different ways to uh, to approach that but just know that everybody's different you need to know your style ask questions uh, that's that's the next one there uh, people love talking about themselves uh, boy I do that's why I get up here no that's not why I get up here every week I hope I'm talking about God not about me but uh, so ask questions. Uh, what's going great in your life right now, or or what challenges are you facing, or or uh, you know caring about both the highs and the lows in people's lives. Don't just talk about uh, yourself, but let them talk about themselves and and sense that you care. Uh, don't be afraid to ask questions about faith uh, and about God. Ask about where what their faith background was, and that might lead into a conversation. Ask what they think about Christians right now. That could lead to a great conversation, right? Um, or or maybe a not so great conversation. But don't get don't get judged. Uh, don't get uh, uh, Don't, don't uh, accuse or condemn But simply listen and, and, and ask questions And, and continue to, 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 to follow that uh, There's a great quote um, Children's author uh, Christian t- children's author Madeline uh said this I ran across it this week She says We draw people to Christ Not by loudly discrediting what they believe By telling them how wrong they are And how right we are But by showing them a light that is so lovely that they want with all their hearts to know the source of it. Isn't that a great uh, poetic way to see it? We're showing, it's, it's the light so lovely. You are the light of the world. It's God's light shining through you uh, and, and drawing people to him. Uh, put, put your conversations through that filter. Uh, are, you, are your conversations, are the words that you're using a light so lovely that would draw people to you? Eh, Pull up your last, uh, last 10 posts on, on social media and see if they pass that test. Is it a light so lovely that it's drawing people to Christ? The other one there is openings and opportunities. And there's a, there's a, a boatload of things that, uh, that basically, uh, I guess what I'm saying is just be aware and, and be looking for ways that God wants to use you. I mean, it could be as simple as you go into work tomorrow morning, you go to school tomorrow morning and somebody says, hey, what'd you do this weekend? And you tell them about the game that you watched and the project that you worked on at home and and the uh the 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 show that you were involved in and what you the date you went on, but then you also say, and I went to church, and it was man, it was just and maybe a couple of things maybe that you learned or that ah, was a little weird i mean we we gathered around and prayed and man I'm just praying for this guy and and it can lead into this uh, amazing conversation or just and maybe it doesn't go anywhere right then, but it plants a seed of this is a person that uh, that is a person of faith and, and and it could be just as simple as that or or really sharing what's going on highs and lows in your life or uh maybe you're out in creation with somebody out uh, out and about maybe hiking through the woods or or out on the boat or or boy wouldn't that be nice on a day like this but um uh, you're you're enjoying that and and you you Give credit to God, and uh, and it might open up an opportunity, or uh, it could be just as simple as that. I mean, I mean, there's there's a lot of practical ideas, and and you've got, I think, on your on your outline there, a picture of the book, and uh, uh, that's that's what it looks like when you're searching on Amazon. I would strongly, it's a quick read. Um, you are reading, right? I mean, you do like. Like read things, right? Because I mean, you need to do that. And uh, and and I know. I mean, I'm one of the slowest readers in in the world. My wife can get through ten books in the time that I get through one. Uh, but uh, but but it's uh, uh, if 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 there's a, I would just encourage you to do. And we have just hit skim the surface on on what this uh, this uh, book does. Uh, ten bucks on Kindle, twelve bucks on on Amazon. Uh, get the paperback, or I, I think it's on Audible. Uh, listen to it. You can get done with it in a f- couple of days. Uh, on uh, in your Listen in your car I just encourage you to, to get that Because there's a lot of practical stuff there As you step into what it means for you To be reaching out organically Naturally with the love of God You know we, we can say all the time We live to love people to life And And uh, and we can, that's a great tagline and I think it's got traction and I think we're starting to figure out what that means but but uh, until we practically start doing it, all it is is a tagline. It's a slogan. It's a thing on the top of the bulletin and the thing the pastor talks about uh, uh, all the time. I wish he'd be quiet. Yeah. No, if, if we're living this out, we live, is it really something that's, a, and, and part of that is that it's just gonna come out. As we're naturally living our life for God, it's going to naturally come out so pray for those opportunities Uh, step into the openings that uh, that that God brings and and I know it could seem a little intimidating at first and uh just like anything worth doing it's going to take willpower and and you might be nervous but 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 in light of God's love and with eternity in view we need to step into the opportunities that that God opens up for us because you are essential to the world where you live you are salt of the earth you are the light of the world salt is salty and light shines be salty and shiny in the world where you live what if as we gathered in this place every week our conversation became more peppered with how God used us in the last week wouldn't that be cool I mean, we can talk about the game and and the uh, the the snow that's on its way and all those kinds of things too. But what if we started talking about I had this chance to to, to talk about Jesus this week, or I had this chance to serve my neighbor this week, or I I had uh, what if I'm just you know just throwing it out there? What if uh, what if every week, once a week? So we got seven days. We walk out of this place, and uh, so at, at noon between noon on Sunday. We got a minute. Uh, between noon on Sunday and, uh, and and 9.30 on Sunday, so almost a full week, uh, what if at least one time it was your goal to be salty or shiny in somebody's life? It's not just I'm going to attend that thing because churches, because I'm... I'm a churchgoer and that's what I do. No, it's got to live out and kind of ooze through your pores, so to speak. It's got to be, you are light, you are salt. What if you have a spiritual influence in somebody's life at least once a week? I think that that's setting the bar awful low. (laughs) Christ followers have an influence in somebody's life for him once a week? I mean, shouldn't it be like, all the time? Or shouldn't it be like, okay, the Spirit opened up that opportunity, I'm going to step into it, and I don't quite know whether it has any influence at all, but I'm just going to follow Him, and I'm going to trust that He's doing something great. I, I mean, if, if um, let's say we have 75 people, and we go out of here, and each one of us has a spiritual influence in this week, that's like math more than I can do off the top of my head, but 75 of us, uh, that's, you know, 75 more people that are influenced for God What if over the course of this year, by next Valentine's Day We have each done that So we've got 52 chances I hope you've got 365 chances But uh, 52 chances uh, Again, I, I, I think the math comes out to around 4,000 people That just you, just us could have some kind of spiritual influence. Again, we're not forcing anything. We're stepping into the flow of the Spirit and allowing Him to guide us and use us and, and, uh, and, and do whatever He wants to do through us. I guarantee you there's more than one opportunity a week to be salt and light, His hands and feet and voice and love in the world where you live. Uh, if you can step into that, I think... Uh, I, well, one thing that's going to happen is by Valentine's Day next year, there's, we're, we're going to have more chairs and maybe another service if you're doing that. Uh, because that's, that's maybe, you know, a lot of us, and it's not just about the, but there's going to be people in heaven because of what you do over the next. There's, I mean, it's, it's exponential. And it's not what you do, it's what God does through you and His supernatural work. What if, what if you just set that goal of ticket up? To one, from maybe if I have a chance to one influence every week. Just what if? I'm just asking, just, just throwing it out there. Love for you to take up that challenge. Be salt and be light. Kevin Harney says this You might not have the gift of evangelism, but you are called to engage in the ministry of outreach. You are popcorn on the table of this world. Be salty. You are a flashlight in the cellar of this world. Shine. You have a natural way of doing evangelism, so take time to discover your style and let Jesus' presence enter into each of your relationships. Father God, we thank you for the challenge of the, the, that you want to use us. Lord, that's more than what we could ever possibly accomplish on our own, and so we want to align ourselves with you today. I pray, Lord, that wherever we are on the team and whatever gifts and talents that, that, that you've, uh, you've given to us, that you would use us, that we could begin to sense and grasp and know that you are influencing people through us. Lord, I pray that we can love people to life, the abundant life that you offer. Lord, we thank you for your love and for your presence with us. And I pray that as we go from here, that we can acknowledge and recognize that we are essential to the world where we live and, and, and you want to reach people through us. I pray that you would do it. We offer ourselves to you in Jesus' name, amen.